0: Hi, people. Welcome back to Dr. Sam's Musings. Apologies for the long, um, unannounced hiatus. I was just super busy with organizing the seminar and other things. And then I had to take a break to just spend time with my family and recuperate. And I just don't like to mix work and other things when i'm hanging with my family so sincere apologies thank you to everyone who checked up thank you to those who reached out saying that they missed the podcast they missed hearing hi people welcome back to dr sam's musings it really warmed my heart and it really made me feel like you know you guys are truly listening and that this is making some sort of impact so thank you very much for validating my presence here so to ease back into things today we're going to be talking about something that i like to call the days that the devil shuffles a little closer and um they're just really times when we're very emotionally downcast by one or a few things in our lives and the devil recognizes it as a weakness and he tries to get into our heads to do more damage and for me i would say that i have a phenomena that i've labeled my two percent days so i'm largely a very happy go lucky positive person but i have i would say that i'm that way probably about 80 to 90 percent of the time but I have um periods obviously like every human being where I'm just really sometimes just irritable sometimes very cranky um, not very sociable and then there are times that I would say that I'm really really sad and I always say that you know the sad parts of my life are like two percent and um when I think about, you know, one of the greatest causes of pain for me, obviously, (laughs) most people, I mean, if not everybody that listens to this podcast knows that I'm in a polygynous marriage. So sometimes my 2% days are from polygyny. And, you know, I would say that when I even look at the sum total of polygyny, I always say to my husband that I have 98% good days and I have 2% bad days. So when I have my 2% bad days, I just want to share with you how how, you know, I deal with them and how I quickly get out of the rot and prevent the devil from shuffling closer. So, you know, we're human, you know, and when you're deeply spiritual and when you have a connection to God, it's sometimes even harder when you have emotional down down times because you know exactly what is right you know everything there's nothing that anybody wants to tell you about trials or being patient or God having a plan or things like that you know those things already you know them they're things that you tell other people but when the emotions get to you sometimes it's really hard to take your own advice and it takes a lot of intention and a lot of being very deliberate to be able to truly hold on to the words of God, the promises of God, to what you know. Because the devil is very wily. And once he sees a door or a window or even just a gap open, he's going to try and fit in. And then whatever it is that is ailing you or bringing you discomfort, he's going to add salt, maggie, oil, and everything to it and make a whole buffet in your head. So you he might start off as something that is small. And before the end of the day or in a few hours, you're in a full blown emotional, you know. Um, you're in in your full-blown emotional you know downtime that even you cannot really pinpoint what started you might know the trigger of it but you you cannot understand how did it escalate so for example if you had a little fight with your husband in the morning and then he went to work and you sit down there sitting in your emotions before you know it the devil is going to start reminding you of something similar that he did 10 years ago and five years ago and how he never does this how we and you will just, the thing will just keep blowing and growing and blowing and growing in your head. So that by the time that that man comes back from work in the evening, it's World War Four. <laughs> you know, like you are guns blazing, grenades, pins pulled, you know, rocket launcher ready to fire at him because the devil has worked on your mind for hours and hours and you haven't really done much to repel him. So, for me, when I have my down days, especially around polygyny, one of the things that I actively do is to flip a bird in, in the devil's face. I love to do that. I love to do the exact opposite of what he hopes that I will do. So, what I do, for example, is on the days that I'm having a 2% day from polygyny, maybe I'm, and they do happen. And I, I always like to say that because people assume that, oh, because I speak about it so positively and whatnot, that I don't, I never get down. A lot of people send me messages asking me that, how do you not, how does it not bother you sometimes? And I'm like, I'm human for God's sake. Like even in a monogamous marriage, there are days when you, when you will be down. There are days when you would wonder about things. And I always say that if you've been married for 10 years and above and you haven't had those days where you're like, Ugh you know, is this even where I want to be? Then, you know, you, you must be a superhuman. So it's not something that is peculiar to just polygeny but I'm just using polygeny as an example because that's something that I can use from my life to you know really buttress the point so on the days that I'm having a serious downtime from say polygeny like the days that maybe you know my husband and I have traveled together and we've spent time alone together and it reminded me of how things used to be and i'm feeling all sorts of salty i'm sad that it has to you know start the rotations again i'm questioning things like oh is this what i really want can i do this long term you know all those normal human feelings what i do in those moments is obviously apart from my you know um the main the the think that I normally do my default thing, which is just to go on my mat and pray. What I do in those moments is that I actually pray for my husband and my co-wife. Like it's in those moments that I pray for them the most, because I know that that's the complete antithesis of what the devil wants me to do. He wants me to be mad at them and, you know, blame them and probably curse them and be mad, you know, but I'm like, no, that's when I pray for them. And I pray to God and I thank God. And then I, I actively draw out the positives. I, I'm very positive-minded. I'm the kind of person that I believe without a shadow of doubt that anything that happens in my life has positivity. And I think because of that mindset, God always shows me, you know, the positive, you know, side to things. But again, human being, there are days that you do you don't have the spiritual strength or even the emotional strength to, you know, easily find those positives. So for me, on days when I'm really downcast, I intentionally and deliberately go and look for positives in the things that are causing me pain at the moment. So for example, if my child has done something that is really bothering me and it's making me, you know, sit up in bed at night or whatnot, I will think about how amazing either of them are, you know, how thoughtful, how kind, how funny. And, you know, it just reminds you that there's a lot more to be thankful for than to complain about. You know, the same thing with Polygyny. If Polygyny is pulling me under, I just remember how, you know, how my husband has been amazing through it or how I have gained um, a sister and a friend in my co-wife how Allah has been merciful to our family and made it such a beautiful example of polygyny and things like that and it really really helps you know when you focus on the positives the negatives don't seem so massive anymore you realize that you have a lot more to be thankful for than to complain about and there are even days when I feel as if you know what I kind of deserve (laughs) the two percent days because I'm like well if this is the little comma in the story then I just have to take it and be happy with it because there's no story that is you know bump free there's no story that doesn't have you know it's bad patches and whatnot so I always think if this is what I have to deal with to be happy most times then I welcome it and I revel in it and I will deal with it and move on but it does get very heavy it does get very you know, emotionally joining. And for me, because of my personal nature, when I'm down, it really, really affects me. There are days that I don't even want to get out of bed. There are days that I don't want to do anything. And for someone that has a lot to do and likes to be extremely productive like me, that's like that's like shooting me literally so I hit when I get to that point where I don't even want to interact I don't want to do anything so I fight it and I try to make sure that it doesn't last more than it should I however I recognize the place of emotions I understand that you know sometimes emotions have to rise no matter how much we label some emotions um, negative emotions like pain and fear and anger they serve very positive purposes like sometimes When you're in pain about something, it's really God just pulling you back. It's him just wanting you to come back to him for further clarity, for further instruction. So for me, when I'm in pain, I always, actually about polygyne, I always ask God. I'm like, honestly, I think I've done everything you've asked me to do. I think that I have completely surrendered to your will. Is there something else I'm missing? Is there something you're trying to tell me? Is there something that, you know this restlessness of my heart is meant to show me if there is please give me clarity point me in the right direction let me see what you're trying to show me so i never think about it as oh god is punishing me Something is happening to me i always try and think okay what is god trying to teach me why is my heart so restless this is something that i have accepted this is something that i've lived with for almost three years now why am i still feeling this type of way at this time. So I I lean, I, I go back inside myself and I try to kind of ask... You know questions, and I try to see if there's anything that God is trying to show me. But again, the emotion sometimes are just you know pushes from God for certain actions. So if if you're sad about something or something is bringing you pain, it might just be that God wants you to come back to Him. God is calling you back. You know, okay, why am I hurting? Give me some ease. I I can't do this by myself. Help me. Just those, you know. Um just just that um you know leaning back upon god might be the purpose of your pain just like fear is for me an emotion that teaches us to sit up and pay attention so if you're fearful about something i always say it's your reminder from god to pray about that thing so you pray about it you become proactive and you know you take extra precautions so even the emotions that we have labeled negative emotions have very very positive you know roles that they play so i'm very pro feel what you need to feel i don't like when people sweep emotions under the carpet so i allow myself go through the motions of my emotional roller coasters when they come i just allow myself lean into it i cry when i need to cry i soak when i need to soak. but i just don't let them stay longer than they should because i recognize that the longer they stay the more room i create for the devil and he really does shuffle closer in those moments when he sees that you're emotionally downcast he shuffles closer and he literally will play i believe that he will literally really place an arm around you and just be like hey, I found someone I can influence and then it begins to you know in Islam there's, there's what's called waswas it begins to whisper on your heart in your head it begins to take little things and turn them literally turning more hills into mountains like ginormous mountains that seem insurmountable and the painful thing is that a lot of people in those down times whether 2% or that 10% do things and say things that can undo the 90% or the 90% of the 50%. So we have to be extra cautious that in our moments of pain, in our emotional downtimes, we do not do or say things. We recognize that the devil is trying to make us ruin the bigger picture by focusing on the smaller picture. And we do not do or say things that will affect us when we come out of that funk. There are many people that when they're mad, when they're upset, they use horrible words, they do horrible things. And, you know, these slowly, and very strongly chip away at the cord and the ropes of relationships. You know that you say you use big words, you use mean words, you use very very cutting words. You use people's past actions against them, and then you come out and you know the, the, the funk clears, your eyes open, and you're like, oh my god, what have I done? You apologize, but like I always use the egg analogy for my children. No matter how much you apologize, you can't put the egg back together. Even if you, no matter how careful you are, even if you're able to pick up all the pieces and glue them back together, it will not be. The the same egg as before so you slowly but surely kill relationships when you allow you know the downtimes dictate how you behave you 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 act you know impulsively you say things to hurt to maim and those are the times that you have to be very careful about the things that you say and do the most another thing that I want to say about these downtimes is for women we need to be very very you know up to date about our cycles uh you know uh reproductive cycles our menstrual cycles you have to you know document you have to um keep a tab on your dates because a lot of times honestly it's just hormones playing with our emotions if you're like me from when i turned 35 till till, you know now my pms has gotten pretty interesting and the thing is it's so unpredictable i can go four or five months without experiencing a symptom of pms and then the six month my period is coming and i'm a crying sobbing mess and if I'm not aware that my period is coming, then I'm just like, what's wrong with me? You know, this, that, that, that. But when I know that it's my period coming, I'm like, I know what this is. I beg, I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. I'm going to warn everybody around me and just deal with it. So I let my husband and my children know, look, my period is coming. I'm a bit cranky. I'm irritable. I don't want to snap at anyone. So just give me space. And they know that in a day or two, the madness will clear. But if you're not sure, if you don't even know what's wrong with you, it can really, really escalate because you're confused. People around you are confused. You know, everybody's like, what's going on? What, what's going on? You don't know. You know, the devil now comes and then he really, really scoots closer and makes the situation worse. So it's very important, you know, as women, that we keep tabs on our dates and we know, you know, the changes that occur within us or you know to us when our periods are approaching or during our period so that we can act accordingly and we can really just call the bluff of the devil and say look these are just hormones messing with my head i'm not going to let you come and make it into something else And, you know, I just hope that, you know, this has made sense to someone. If there's something right now causing you pain, you know, don't do what your basal instinct is telling you to do. Don't revel in the pain, in the anger, and let it lead you to speaking or acting out. You know, do the opposite of what the devil expects you to do. Pray for the person or the thing that is causing you pain. And yes, another thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, that the... power of conversation sometimes all you need to do is get things off your chest and it's not even getting things off your chest because you need someone to prefer a solution for you it's sometimes just speaking and not everybody's like that but for me when something ails me if I cannot speak about it I feel even worse so sometimes it's even the same people that are causing you pain or the same thing that is causing you pain that you return to to find consolation so in my instance there was my my most recent two percent day with polygyny i talked to my co-wife about it we shared you know we talked about it for a while i talked to my husband and they were the two people apart from my best friend that were able to help me deal with the funk they were the ones that honestly lifted me out of that fog even though yes i realized that pms was playing a significant role as well but they really helped me especially because at that time I because I'd been traveling I lost track of my you know my dates and I didn't even realize that it was PMS but I had a solid trigger for what pushed me into the funk but you know I needed help getting out of it so I spoke to them and they really really helped so sometimes just talking to someone not because you want them to tell you what to do but just speaking about it you know it really 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 relieves the pressure it kind of removes you from that vulnerable state that the devil can come and do damage it might just be someone reminding you about god or someone just giving you a tight hug because of something you've said or just saying something funny but sometimes all it takes is sharing with one person one trusted person to relieve the pressure So I hope that this helps and I hope that whatever it is that you're dealing with in your life that might, you know, give you some emotional downtimes. And it might be several things. It might be multiple things that on the days that you have what I call the two percenters in my life that you are able to, you know, get into your own head before the devil does and kick him out. So if you're Muslim, this is a time that you want to pick constantly repeating minashe, tani, rajim. this is the time that you want to be in a constant state of istigfar you want to keep saying things like La, ila, ila, ante, minata, you know these are the times that you really really want to repel the devil and seek closeness with Allah you also want to be clear and sure that you know what this what I'm feeling is not a consequence of something that I've done so you're doing a lot of istigfar if it's, if, it's, if it's in your capability as well you can give something in sadaka you can you know do some sort of charitable act to really, really help, you know, help you be, you know, um, In a better state of mind because you know charity. What we don't realize about charity is that it's it's such a powerful cleansing tool. Sometimes you do something and you don't even understand the effect of the barricade that washes into your life just by doing a kind deed for someone. So if you're down in the dumps, as well, one of the ways that you can pull yourself up is to remember those that you know don't have don't even have it as good as you, and to do a kind charitable act towards someone. I really hope that this has helped someone. I hope that whatever it is that is pulling you down in the dumps, whatever it is that is you know your pain point whether it's a constant one whether it's a it's a it's an acute one whatever it is that you can push the devil away and you can help yourself get out of the funk by being proactive by praying by seeking forgiveness by speaking to god and you know asking him for clarity by being charitable and by praying for what exactly is causing your pain um I don't ramble on too much. And I pray that, you know, God grants grants all of us ease in whatever is ailing us. I will be back again next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.